Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. He's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to my abode. It's great to be here. Mm-hmm. Today I want to talk about Mayor Rahm Emanuel and his bid for re-election in 2015. In an article for the Reader on October 3rd, 2013, titled, Should Rahm Really Rename a Street After Bishop Brazier? You wrote, quote, I think we can all agree that Mayor Rahm Emanuel's recent proposal to rename Stony Island Avenue Mm -hmm. for Bishop Arthur Brazier is a thinly disguised ploy to boost his standing with black voters, unquote. It's widely accepted that our last mayor, Richard Daley, did a good job of co-opting black leaders to secure black votes for his successful re-election bids. They were all successful. Mm-hmm. How far has Mayor Emanuel gone down that road, do you think? Well, it's very different styles. Mayor Daley uh, had a much, I guess for lack of a better word, populist attitude toward neighborhoods than Mayor Rahm. So, for instance, he believed in investing in them as a way of either attracting votes in the most cynical way or building those neighborhoods up. He believed in the machine. He's a creator of a machine, of a huge city apparatus with a lot of people employed. And as his period in office went on, he began to head toward the right, if you will, and talked about privatization and cutting government more and more. I think he kind of lost his mind with the pressures of the job, so to speak. Not literally becoming a raving lunatic, but uh, he got mad at everybody. But you're saying at the beginning of his term, he tended to invest more in neighborhoods. Beginning of his career, yeah. His big initiative were libraries. He loved libraries. In 1995, he took over the schools. Just think about the different approach from the moment they took over the schools. Mayor Daley invested in the schools. He spent money fixing them up, building new ones, building playgrounds gave teachers raises, gave after-school programs for teachers to work in. Mayor Rahm comes in and he's cutting the schools. He's closing them. He's cutting their budgets. He's forcing teachers to be fired. Obviously, Mayor Daley saw schools as promoting public education as a way to enhance his legacy in Chicago. And Mayor Emanuel quite clearly sees cutting schools as a way to enhance his political legacy nationally. He's trying to appeal to people who believe in privatizing education. That's why I say he's got all this power in Chicago, and what is he using it for in terms of education, at least? It's the status quo, which is to cut public education. That's the status quo. What we call reform, which is a complete misuse of the word, of course. It's like right to work. Yes, it's like right to work. There's a general tendency that politicians have to drift away from the hard decisions and sell out their core principles as soon as they get elected. But Mayor Rahm, sort of like if everything else, is on steroids with that. And not only that, he's got a disdain for the left. So he probably would take great delight that so many of the green neighbors that I have are upset. When I look at him, he seems to always be fighting the left. I don't see him waging fights against the right. In fact, he seems to back away from them. You know, like he backed away from taking a strong stand for pushing gay marriage. He was nowhere to be found in the state drive for that. Every now and then he remembers that he's supposed to be for gun control. You know, it's sort of haphazard there. But full speed ahead and cutting those schools and doling out the charter contracts and spending money in the South Loop. So can the electorate be fooled? The Chicago Teachers Union thinks that he's... My words, not theirs, a toast 
for re-election. What does Karen Lewis say? A dog catcher yeah, could beat him yeah, next time. Yeah. So this attempt to win favor by renaming a street for Bishop Brazier. By the way, they pulled back on that. Just so you know, that was such a thinly disguised ploy that had not been vetted in any real way. You got some of the business owners pretty angry. You got a lot of people, not just business owners, but anybody with an address in Stony Island, it's, a, it's an inconvenience. I wonder if a head rolled in the mayor's office after that one. Well, it would probably have to be the mayor's head because this sure looks like something that popped out of the way. I, I got an idea. <laughs> and of course, there's absolutely nobody who will tell him no. And so there's a chorus of, good idea, boss. And then, <laughs> that's a great idea. God, you look good today. I think there's actually fewer people willing to tell the mayor no in this administration than in the last one, although maybe not that's the case. Maybe it's tie at zero. It not only was a ploy, but it was a ploy that didn't really gain him anything and he had to pull back. That's all I've got time for. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, David. Listeners, if you'd like to suggest ideas for future interviews, you can get in touch with us via contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.